People of planet Earth, welcome back to this experiment, the post-apocalyptic pandemic known as 2020. We're still here. I hope you're still here. Mark is still with you here from Long Island. Yeah. Jim is still here in Huntington Beach, California. And I'm Jason. I'm still here in Phoenix. And there we go. All right. So Not for that long. That takes care of attendance. <laughs> and you guys are out there. That's true. With us. Yep. Thankfully. Speaking of out there, you know what's coming up? I do. 20 year anniversary of our previous incarnation as a group of musicians. It's the 20th anniversary of the first Fuzzbubble album. The release of the first Fuzzbubble. That's crazy. Yes. Mm, uh, Yeah. I don't even want to think about it, but yeah. (laughs) I was only 10. Uh, I was only 15. Do you have anything special planned for this um, momentous occasion? As a matter of fact, yeah, we're going to do a special re-release of that album, the one we did with uh, for Bad Boy, with uh, Mike Klink producing, and also as a bonus, we are going to release the what was the album that got us the record deal, which is what we did for Royalty Records was basically myself, Mark, and the drummer who did the studio tracks, Kevin Kelly, uh, which was going to be called Lemonade, but we shopped the record and got a record deal instead of releasing it. So there are a bunch of different songs on that record that did not come out on the the, the um, debut album, but there are some, some of them like versions of Bliss and Don't Let It Get You Down. Big Time Nowhere. Uh, Big Time Nowhere, Zero Superstar were all songs that made the album, yep. the the Bad Boy uh, release album. But those are the original versions. And this was produced by Eddie Kurtzeal, Uh This Lemonade record, which was the 19... We recorded it in 1996, I yep. believe. And some of, yeah, some of the photos from that uh, uh, recording are, are on the uh, Goodbye Dear Friend video. That you could look at, yeah. Right. So, yeah, I was working as an engineer at the Sandbox, and Dave R. from Royalty Records said, let's make a Fuzzbubble record, and we did that, and we had uh, Kevin and you, Mark, flew out, and then we had Eddie, you know, in the production chair with us, working with us, and he also played on it and spoke on it, which is really hilarious. And, yeah, we made that record, and then we shopped it, aspired to bigger things and bigger things almost happened. So that album is, is cool. There's a, there's a bunch of cool songs on there that never really saw the light of day. A couple of them were, they were on the rarities, the demos, rarities and outtakes record, but like not the version of bliss, not the version of don't let it get you down. The ones that made the record we didn't put. Yeah. We didn't put on there. So called stars from Mars, where we got our name is not, on demos. Well, it is on it is on demos, right? Yeah. But yeah, so will that be on this uh, new anniversary edition? Yes. So we're gonna. It, it's you're gonna get a, a, a big bang for your buck if you get this downloadable record. I want it. Yeah, I want it too. I'm gonna get it. Yep. 
I'm going to, I'm going to buy it. Uh, listen, all I do is spend money on these bands. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm still doing it. It's still costing me money, but yeah. I want it. <laughs> exactly. So, so yeah, so it's going to be the, just a digital download for now. Cause doing physical product is tough right now. It's expensive. So we're going to do it as a digital download. The, a bunch of the songs, anybody that knows Fuzzbubble really intimately knows them, but you know, people that were f- fans of those records or bought them, you know, whether it was the not lame, you know, demos outtakes album or the, the CD we released, there's some stuff in there that you might not have gotten. So mm. yeah, we're going to make that available. And that's the kind of the beginning the beginning of the band and the beginning of this really. So it's worth celebrating 20 years, you know, of the release of that album. It is. You know, we obviously had wished it would actually have gone out on bad boy and had the major label distribution, but you know, things turned out the way they did and you know, we just did it our damn self. So there you go. (laughs) So we're going to release that on it's November 20th, I believe, is the date, correct? I think November so, yeah. 20th. was the original. Yeah, right before Thanksgiving, so Black Friday sale. Yay. It's mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> exciting. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. I, I have to start compiling, but most of the stuff is already done. I just have to kind of compile and put a, a nice cover together for it and and get it going. But that I'm excited about that. So, and uh, I guess we're going to re-record Cult Stars from Mars for cult stars from mars that's the next thing up getting very meta as a celebration for fuzzbubble's 20th anniversary and us starting this you know kind of the caterpillar turning into the butterfly that is cult stars from mars so the the former members of fuzzbubble are going to remake the former fuzzbubble song as their new incarnated band cult stars from mars the song, right? Cold stars from Mars. <laughs> All right, right, I'm following along. Right, so like we could be one of those bands like Black Sabbath that has the song Black Sabbath yes. by the band go. Black Sabbath on the album Black nice. Sabbath. But it's a cover. Yeah, we didn't write it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean we wrote it, but we right. didn't write it. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so yeah, and that's a, you know I'm really excited to re-record that song because the original recording of it is cool. Um, but I think it will benefit from, you know, some sonic treats, some cool keyboards and maybe some Mellotron and, you know, maybe taking it a slightly different direction, more along the lines of what we're doing now. Obviously, Mm. you know, the big guitars will be all there, but the original version is just guitars and I kind of want to sweeten it up a little bit, you know, give it, it originally when, when I wrote it, it was a little more of the. You know, I kind of had that David Bowie thing in mind, but that's not really what we did with it production-wise. So maybe we'll go that direction. I'm not really sure yet. You know, giving it a little bit of that kind of uh, spiders from Mars type of flair. That'd be cool. So yeah. So that's anyway. That's all upcoming. We're not here to talk about that in full right now, but that is upcoming. No, but so. speaking of big guitars, the release this month—it's got some big guitars, huge guitars. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. So this month's release is part two of our, what would have been the Eddie Kurdzeal from Red Cross's 60th birthday celebration. Of course, you know, from the last podcast, if you listen, you know, he passed away in 1999. We did a, a song I wrote for him called Goodbye Dear Friend with a video that was accompanied lots of photos and 
I thought we got to do a Red Cross cover and I kind of went through the records and found one that I kind of knew he was really involved with the writing of. Mm. If I remember the conversations I had with him, his name is definitely on it. Uh, I think he had a little bit of a hand in writing some of the riffs and I definitely hear him in there. So yeah, this song we did, uh, I said, let's do one chord progression from show world, their last record with him. And uh, it's a cool, it's a great song, man. Those guys are great songwriters. So, yeah. So we did this one chord progression. I, I reached out to Steve McDonald about maybe playing bass on it, but he was super busy with the Melvins. They, I guess they were putting together some big four CD set. Yeah. And he's like, man, I, I think it's a really sweet thing that you're doing for Eddie, but I'm just like crazy right now. So, okay, no worries. I do want to thank them though for uh, sharing. Goodbye, dear friend. Yes, uh, they on the Red the Cross, uh, you know, platforms, Facebook, and whatnot. Right. That was super cool. So thanks. Yes, thank you guys uh, for, yeah, for and, getting that out there, helping get. That yeah, out. and you know, Red Cross was a big influence um, on Fuzzbubble and still on Cult Stars. I mean, they're still making great music. I still love those records, no doubt. And uh, it's a good way to celebrate Eddie to you know, learn one of his solos note for note, which is cool because both me and Mark got to do it. We split it in half, you know? Yeah. We yeah. took his solo. I said, you take the first half, I'll take the second. So it's uh, it, it was fun to do and really kind of step inside his head, you know, even though we've had lots of conversations about guitar solos and things, it was kind of cool to learn something that he did. And I had a good time doing it and getting all those guitars going. There's a lot of guitars on, on this song. Yeah. So I, um, I would have uh, loved for Steve to play bass on it, obviously, but uh, I had a good time playing bass on it too. Yeah. And you did a, you did a great job. No, thanks. No disrespect meant. Oh uh, uh, yeah. No, 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 not like, at all. Uh, let's see if we can get Steve. Um, oh, so sure. So Jay, if you play bass on this, who plays drums on this one? Well, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I've been working on some prosthetics. <laughs> I actually played both. At the same time. I, I love it. I, I can do it. Multi yeah, it's it's so good. Yeah. Robot hands. Yeah. So yeah, I will say, um, Mark, you did a freaking bang up job of Yeah. Good saying you know, Jeff McDonald. You know, you sang the fuck out of it, you know. This really, really sounded great. I was like, damn, sometimes he sounds a lot. I tried like to Jeff, copy him as is, best as I could. I, I, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, that's the most respectful thing you can do for someone who's like, like, you know, does a song. It's, it's really cool if you can kind of get close. Yeah. Um, lots of people look at covers as like, well, I'm going to do it my own way. And that's also awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's fun to like. Oh, so if I can get that guitar sound really close and get exactly. that vocal sound. That, and vocal sound. Whatever. Part, it's, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it was fun to do. So Absolutely. Um, you guys just want to spin this? You want to talk about it a little more? Oh, yeah. Spin you want to play it? Do it. Yeah. All right. Let's spin this. So this is a song called One Chord Progression. It's by Red Cross. It's from the album Show World. It's our cover of it. It was written by Jeff and Steve McDonald and Ed Kurdzeel. And uh, here you go. Take it away.
chord progression our cover of a Red Cross song for our friend Eddie God bless him he was a larger than life human being and a great guitar player so it was fun to recreate his wizardry on that song so yeah one chord progression from Red Cross Yep, and again please listen to both uh, Eddie Red Cross records Face Shifter and Show World, because those are just great records. Yep, not a bad song on them. No. They're all, just all killer, stuff. no filler. So if you haven't heard of them, please listen to them. They're yeah. so good. So, so yeah, so the, um, the idea actually was that we were going to put out the Red Cross cover and the tribute to Eddie in the same month of September to celebrate his birthday. And... Uh, you know, just circumstances. One thing led to another. Everyone got a little busy kind of getting back to a little bit of normal with some work stuff and, and life going on. So we ended up pushing the one release back and stuck to our one single per month, one podcast, which really was the initial idea. Yeah. But then we thought we'd do something special uh, for Eddie, but we still did. Um, but we're, we're kind of like down a single. So we've got a little bit of work piling up. <laughs> mostly uh mostly because of our drummer <laughs> i'll talk to him don't worry about it yeah <laughs> um but we've got some things uh yeah so we've actually got like man we've got about like maybe like another half a dozen singles right at least we have so much stuff that we recorded that i remember recording like months ago that i'd forgotten about yeah, you know yeah. cover songs and just yeah. so many you know so many things that we have to get out there yeah right mark you got you 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 banged out a couple of really cool songs that were 
You had some right, right, exactly. that I'm like, okay, we the have to do Boston those. Boston sounded one. Yeah, we got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, we 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 got stuff. We got we got the moths. We do. <laughs> so wow. So yeah, and it, it's exciting because, uh, you know, I think there's going to be a little bit of, um, you know, some cool diversity, some different kind of sounding things, other than this kind of what we're typically used to doing the power pop, you know, we're going a little deeper and, and it's cool. I'm excited about it. So that's all coming up and we promise we will get to it and we're sticking to this script no matter what. So you can't get rid of us. So there you go. Right. Obviously it's been 20 years. Yeah. (laughs) Those guys are again. So, yeah. So we got a really cool cover getting ready for December with some really cool guests on it. This is probably one of the biggest kind of things we're doing and for a lot of reasons, but I, I'm super excited about it. It's kind of a really cool personal song to the band and it has its own little funny story and I can't wait to tell it. Yeah. And uh, I'm working on the video and it's it's a lot of work and I hate doing videos, but I like them when they're done and they look cool. So I'm working on that. And uh, we got this release coming up and then... And then, uh, yeah, we're just going to keep steamrolling along and hopefully eventually we can put something out physical with some vinyl. We just have to, you know, get the people that for the people that are listening, uh, invite your friends, turn your friends on to this band. So we are trying to build an audience, not to beg. Yeah. I'm not begging, but you know. No, uh, I, actually, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, as far as people who are listening, I want to thank a bunch of people. I know uh, we thanked Craig Lev with uh, Snap, Crackle, Pop Yep. in the past, but I want to thank him again. He continues to like, you know, play everything that we put out. And um, and a, say really nice stuff about us, too. Like, yeah, really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very big shout out to Craig. Thank you. Plug the podcast. Yes, we got and, some people. Right. We got some people playing our songs on the radio, you know, here and there. So Michael yep. McCartney. I was just going to say, uh, yeah, Time Machine, Mike McCartney. In yep. Hawaii and no relation to Paul, but uh, yep. he's playing our, our stuff on, on the Time Machine over in the, it's, it's uh, Hawaii must have really cool radio because he kind of gets to do what he wants. He plays a lot of interesting stuff. and Yeah, great playlist. Yeah, yeah. And uh, either one of you guys ever get to Maui, uh Get in touch with him. He will take you out for a Hawaii shave ice, and it's really good. That and, sounds amazing. And he's I'm he's totally, an amazing, very nice guy. So, big shout out to Michael McCartney. And who else is playing us? Uh, uh, we got DJ Gill with Power Pop Shop. Okay, S H O P P E. They're out of Chicago, I believe. Oh, cool. Yep, and he's got a podcast too. You could you could download the show as a podcast. Uh, Power Pop Shop again, S H O P P E. It's awesome. He's been, you know, playing the singles and saying some nice stuff about us. So that's awesome. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. So you know, and isn't there another station in Eugene that was playing us? That's Craig. Uh, Craig Lev is uh, Snap Crackle Pops coming out of Eugene. Right, but didn't he didn't he tell us about someone else on a different radio show that was playing us? Or oh, was it yeah. the Chicago station? Yeah, it's not the uh, yeah, it's not Power Pop Shop. Right, it's something else. Uh, no, I gotta find that. We'll have to we'll have to find that and, and put the link in the in the uh, show notes. But yeah, people are starting to play uh, play the music, and people are starting to. We have people that 
I guess, subscribe and download whatever new stuff we put out. So we're, we're thankful for that. And, you know, we're having a, we're having a good time doing this and it's nice to see people, you know, digging it. So. Yeah. Well, it's been like one good thing to actually come out of like, you know, the COVID kind of putting life on pause, you know, again, just kind of like got us, you know, we've been talking about this for a long time. Right. Long, long ass time. This is yeah, probably the only good thing. And it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's a really great coping mechanism to create yeah. stuff. Absolutely. Out of misery. So <laughs> yeah. a matter of fact, most of the first fuzz bubble album was written out of misery. So <laughs> <laughs> just a different kind of misery. Never but let a thing. good crisis go to waste. Right. Yeah. <laughs> who was, who said that? Um, <laughs> I think it was, uh, actually, uh, Rahm Emanuel. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, no, it's true. So, you know, and, and to just be able to do it, you know, it's another thing that we've said before, even though we have talked about this before, you know, again, just, I don't know that the internet's been as robust and you have so many platforms that you could share on. So, you know, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook. You've got these, you know, Spotify the podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spotify. You know, the advent of podcasting and podcasts. Yeah. So all these people with the, you know, power pop shows, being able to share the stuff and play it. Um, yeah, it was like the right time, you know. And then again, everyone just kind of being put on pause for a minute with real life and saying, hey, let's just finally get around to uh, making music together again. So that's yeah. a good thing. And I'm I'm very excited about it. So I guess the the only the only other thing to talk about is, you know, this was a obviously well last week was a really bad week for rock and roll. Um, you know, we lost Eddie Van Halen, which was huge, uh, huger for Mark I think than any of us, but for me too, you know, for everybody. Um, yeah, for the, the other Eddie, any- great Eddie guitar player that we lost. Exactly. So, so yeah, so, and we also also lost Johnny Nash in the same week. You know, I can see clearly now, which is like one of my favorite songs of the seventies. So, yeah, that was a bad week. Yeah, it was a bad last week was a bad week. So, rest in peace to both of those guys. Go put on, um, your favorite Van Halen album. Every and any Van Halen record. Yeah, yeah, any Van Halen. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's funny because. My favorite Van Halen song is Secrets, which is like the least likely for anyone's to be anyone's favorite. But I, I don't oh, know why. I just love that song. I think it's like so different and cool for them. And it has a certain, gives you a certain feeling when you listen to it. It's very summertime. Like a lot of their music is, but it's, uh, it's such a great song. So yeah, the chords and rhythm just, yeah. Yeah. Just an yep. interesting rhythm and those beautiful Different. chords. Yep. Put so, yeah. Not yep. the typical, you know, you really got me and ain't yep. talking about love, which is great 12, too. Obviously 12 string clean. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Did yep. he play 12 string on that? Live he did. I think in the, uh, 
I think in the studio it's a 12-string on there, right? Huh. Or no? I know live he did, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Mark, how many times had you seen uh, Van Halen live? I don't even die. <laughs> yeah, a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Would you say more than 20? Uh, probably around there, maybe, yeah. That's I mean, crazy. I wasn't that uh, old enough to see them my first time. Uh, I was lucky enough to see them on Diver Down and then 84 and every tour since. So, oh. but the Diver Down one, I'll never forget the Coliseum. Yeah, it's wow. good stuff. Yeah. Jimmy, how about you? How, had you seen Eddie Van Halen play live? One time. What tour was that? It was their first tour opening for Black Sabbath. Wow. That was a good one. Yeah. They were brand new. I remember being in ninth grade and seeing Van Halen written on a desk. <laughs> and I'm like, Van Halen? What is Van Halen? I'm thinking, immediately made me think Van Morrison. I was like, oh, that has to be lame. <laughs> So when I bought the ticket, yeah. said Black Sabbath, you know, and that was a Never Say Die tour. Was their last tour with Ozzy. And I was like, I'm finally getting to see Sabbath, you know. And and it's Black Sabbath, Van Halen. I'm like, well, if Van Halen is on the bill, maybe I should, like, look into them. Because I thought the name Van Halen just sounded, reminded me of Van Morrison, which reminded me of Lame. I don't want anything to do with that. I'm not a Van what a, Morrison What a cool fan. logo for a singer-songwriter. I know, <laughs> I know, right? But yeah, so I, I went and I was like, okay, well, Van Halen, I guess. And then I saw the record in the store and I said, oh. But you heard, you heard the record before you went to see him live, right? I had the record before I uh -huh. saw them live, but I never heard them before I bought the record. They weren't really on the right. radio yet. Wow. So I saw the record, the picture of the four of them. I'm like, they're fucking cool looking. And then I... You know, I brought it, and I had that experience of hearing Van Halen for the first time ever, not on, before I ever heard him on the radio of dropping the needle on Running With The Devil. And just as soon as that guitar sound came in, I was like, wow, this is what is freaking this? Yeah. crunchy, man. I was like, damn. And then, you know, eruption and then it's like, forget it. But I, th I think, you know what? I think my, one of my, my favorite song from that album was uh, Little Dreamer. Yeah, that's a great song. I love that song. I just I love too. the chords in it. And I remember they played it live. And I have a really pretty distinctive memory of seeing them play that show. Like the end of that song, David Lee Roth did it, does that thing where he bends all the way over backwards. And yeah. Little Dreamer. Wow. It's just like, I remember it. I, I also remember him doing those crazy kick splits off the drum riser. Did you see him? Was it the Gardner Coliseum? The Nassau Coliseum. Coliseum, With yeah. Black Sabbath. Cool. And, you know, I was such a Sabbath fan that people yeah. like, oh, Van Halen blew Sabbath away. And I'm like, no way. You can't blow Sabbath away. There's Sabbath. <laughs> yeah. But I remember being disappointed that Sabbath played so short. Right. And then I found out years later, like, they were all fucked up on drugs, like, yeah. really bad. And that was, like, the end. They were miserable. So I didn't know. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I still have the tour book from that show. Like about five feet away from me, it was a po it was Black Sabbath tour book that turned out into a poster. Um, I still have it, and that cool. was an amazing show. And Van Halen was insane. They were just I, I thought I came back saying yeah. like, is that singer like on acid? Because he's nuts. I was like he was all over the place, such high energy, and all yeah, right. and that's the only time I got to see Van Halen they came around for Van Halen too when I heard about they played at the Palladium Mark yeah and I Palladium yeah a couple friends yeah. that told me like yeah Van Halen's playing Friday night the Palladium I'm like 
oh, I got to try and get tickets. And by that time they were sold out. So I couldn't go, but I planned, I wanted to go cause I didn't just didn't know that the tickets were on sale. So I, cause I was all in on Van Halen too. Yeah. I love, you know, women in love and dance yeah. the night away. I, I loved all the melodic Van Halen stuff, yeah. but I was all about that. I had to love both those records and yeah. I, I sadly didn't get to see that show to see them do a headline at the Palladium, which is, that was my favorite place to see a show. So I'm kind of bummed about that, but I did get to see them on their first tour and that was yeah. pretty amazing. So. That's what about you, Jay? So I think I saw maybe Van Halen twice, not nearly enough and not early enough. Yeah. It's funny though. I have a distinct memory of 1984 album coming out. Me too. It came out January 1st. Yeah. I remember yeah. New Year's Eve waiting up all night to tape the jump video, the premiere. <laughs> right. <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. So Mark, I got a question for you. I remember when I first heard the, the first Van Halen single with Sammy. Uh-huh which was uh, Why Can't This Be Love, right? Yeah. What did you think of it when you heard it? Did you like it? I liked it a lot. And I remember taping it uh, off the radio when BAB played it, like the initially. Mm -hmm. But I remember, you know, being in school, it was 86, so I was probably in 11th grade or something. And um, I remember Eden and Smile came out around the same time, and the first right. Dave single came out close. Right. And it was just like, oh, what's heavier and what's cooler? And... Yeah, Yankee Rose was the first single off that one. So, and that was a fucking great song as well. Right. You know, I mean, you can get a, you, the argument. It's just it was a just such a different. Uh, it was just a completely different band. Right. Who, who says it best? Noel Monk. If you get a, a chance to read Noel Monk's book, uh, "Running with the Devil," he says there's two versions: the Van Halen that he, you know, it died after Dave left and stuff, and it was just a complete different pop band when you know with Sammy and stuff that you know. Great, you know, just great, just different music and different playing, different and, animal, you know, different. Right. Uh, but that was the eighties yeah. too. So though. it was great. I mean, I, I, I when I that comes on, it's it's you know, it's great stuff. You know, I still love um, like right now. That's, that's like it's a all great. great. Song. Yeah, it's just a different. It's just a really different fan. Yeah. yeah, it's a different Eddie yeah. kind of. You know, it's a, and it's funny when Eddie plays keyboards, he sounds like. Eddie playing keyboards, yeah. you know, yep. it's, <laughs> yeah, totally. it sounds like he's playing guitar yeah. on keyboards. Yeah. It's unreal how many people, you know, he influenced, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, like, like I said to you guys previously, before we started this episode, uh, I was a guitar player. I just started playing guitar before there was a Van Halen, you know, that people knew of. So guitar playing was a completely different landscape before Eddie Van Halen showed up. And after he did, everything changed. You know, I was like, I remember, you know, learning Zeppelin and Hendrix and Ace Freely. And it was like, it was all rooted in that kind of bendy blues. And then, you know, Van Halen came out and just upended the whole deal. So guitar playing was before Van Halen and after Van Halen. I know yeah. Jerry Cantrell from Alice in Chains said that, but that's the way I felt about it. I was like, wow, it was a way the game changed, you know, and it turned into a way different thing. So I'm kind of glad I got to experience that as like, you know, as a new thing and watching, watching everybody just become Van Halen, which was, mm -hmm. I didn't because I was like, I, I can't wrap my head around the way he does all that stuff. So I got into Alex Lifeson and Michael Shanker. Those were my my guys. But, you know, I, I tried my best. <laughs> I just couldn't. Like, Mark, you pick up on it. You do amazing, Eddie. I, I can't, you know. 
It's just I don't know. It's just yeah. I mean, just like everyone, you had to you had to get every uh, lick down, and you know, so yeah, it was right. How many Frankenstein's do you have, Mark? <laughs> uh, actually, my mom asked me how many guitars you have and stuff, and I keep saying oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a, a, a group shot of them. Sure? I have like in the my little apartment. I have them all in the apartment. I have like probably 23 or 24, and at Jeez. least half of them are Van Halen guitars. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna post this picture. I'm gonna po- I'm gonna you, take you, the picture. You really have to. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna post it soon. We'll put it on the next podcast and stuff. So. I didn't know you had that many, man. <laughs> oh my god, you you guys are gonna laugh when I send you the picture because I have so many Van Halen model guitars that I painted and a lot of one, EVH ones that I bought. So right. Um, well, where do you keep? Do you keep them all out on a stand or what? No, I have them all in cases and uh, in in my bedroom and closets and and actually it's just some <laughs> of them are just kind of hanging around, laying on the side of the couches and stuff. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Yeah, I literally have like probably five guitars laying out. Just yeah, <laughs> it's a disease. I have like fifteen guitars in my room right you know, now. You know exactly. So it's just I don't. I I love you know the it's you know I love looking at them. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I love listen, having them hanging around. It's you know yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about this. Uh-huh. We can't really play a Van Halen song, but uh, the most fitting tribute we could give to Eddie is uh, I think we're gonna close the show with. Can't wait to see you again. That'll be a good one. Yeah. I'll tell you why. Because if you listen to the past of what you guys have been talking about, it really, that's the spirit of the song. Oh, absolutely. Because what that song talks about is the, all the posters in the room and stuff. And, yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. all, the, all the Van Halen and Kiss posters. In, you know, absolutely. So yeah. Right? But, yep. but that's what that song is about. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and, and you wrote it, Mark, you wrote it. And mm-hmm. so that's... That really is like, you know, a real testament to the influence of of rock and roll. Absolutely. And, you know, and somebody that contributed that much to it and the influence that they had over you and your life and your musical career. And yeah, everyone should go look at the lyric video on YouTube and you'll get what we're saying. Right. Can't wait to see you. Yeah. Even though it's not a Van Halen type song, it just, no, but uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can't play, you know I mean? We can't really yeah. play a Van Halen no, song. No, no, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think it captures yep. the spirit of what we're talking about. It has oh, totally. some isms. It has some little Van Halen guitar isms, yeah. not like tapping or anything, but like his cleaner kind of jangly stuff. It's got a little bit, you know? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But so, yeah, to both of our, Guitar playing Eddie's. We're going to miss them both. Yep. Hopefully we do get to see him again in some realm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it. We can't wait to see everyone else again, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, tell me about it. So, yeah, everyone out there, stay well. Wear your mask, for Christ's sakes. Just be nice and reach out to people and don't be angry at people and don't... Uh, just reach out to people because you don't know uh, how quickly things can change. Yes. As, mor- as morbid as that sounds. So just yep. uh, do everything you, ha- you have to do now and just don't uh, don't go to sleep uh, in a fight with anybody. <laughs> good. Good. <laughs> yeah. does, that's, that's good. No, seriously. Party seriously. Words. Yep. Yeah. Sage advice. Yep. So, yeah. So advice, this has been uh, the podcast from Mars. We hope to see you guys on our planet next month. Right. God willing. Yes, sir. Yeah, and this is uh, a very well-written and well-sung and well-played song by Mark DiCarlo called Can't Wait to See You. Good and night. we will see you soon. Yes. Good night, guys. Rock and roll.